Hello and welcome to Interstellar Soundwaves on EM Radio. This is your host, Buck, coming to you live from the edge of the Orithia system. It's another lovely day out here on the Star Express. No meteor storms have crashed into our ship just yet. Sal is back online, however I just sent him out on a retrieval mission. Quincy patched me in some coordinates for another supply drop. And thank the stars he did. Why, I've been running around the ship turning this place upside down. Okay, well, maybe only the cruise quarters and Clementine station. I just kept the lights on permanently for now, which drains a bit of our power ever so slightly. But once we get this power cell, I think we'll reach 100% power. I'll tidy up the ship, making sure it looks a little bit better than before. And, well, not as dusty in certain areas for when I wake up the crew little by little. I, uh, may have watched a few more of Kelvin's logs on my own time. Turns out he likes creating traditional algebra makeup. It explains the setting sun he painted on his forehead. He sure does love those synthwave vibes. Maybe I can ask him to paint something on my original arm. Would you think that would be the, uh, overstepping boundaries? I just want us to be able to bond over something when he wakes up. I've been a little worried about it since we saw those last logs together. You know, the one where I was quite the stapler for corporations. Ooh, if past me could see me now, I'm sure I'd report myself to Nebulosion. Ha 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 ha. Speaking of Nebulosion, the core fragment in the lower deck seemed to have been of much higher value to them than I originally thought. Something tells me they might still want it. And for what? Fireworks? I don't get the hype over those things. I mean, I've never seen one. Are they supposed to be incredible or awe-inspiring? Hmm. Maybe once, uh, we get back into the system, I can ask Mimi and his sister to go see some in action with me. Okay, I know Quincy said not to go to Paragon, but I am kind of curious. Besides, that place sounds like it would, you know, shoot off a bunch of fireworks. Unless it's underwater. Then I'm not so sure. Okay, backtracking just a bit, but I do love a little bit of gossip. I think something happened between Kelvin and Clementine during the long mission we all had together. They seemed pretty close in some of the later logs I skimmed through. I know that's breaking Kelvin's personal space. But let's be honest here, Stardust. I've been doing that since the first day I woke up. Speaking of going through personal files, I went through Clementine's desk. I wanted to see if she had any information or schematics about me. I mean, she did fashion this new arm for me, so she must know how I work. Well, get this. I found something that was, well, apparently mine in one of the cluttered drawers. She really needs to organize that chaos once she wakes up. But, oh, uh, 
Yeah, the, uh, the thing I found. It's a memory stick? Seems like the pre-recorded messages they stripped from the old Bob. Amongst other things. Seems like I was recording every interaction that I had with each member of the crew. I think I was ranking them in terms of their capabilities to nebulosion. Ugh. How invasive and rude. I'm... Uh... Well, I'm surprised Clementine kept it. Seeing as how she really didn't like me near the end. Kinda makes me wonder why she didn't just wipe it. I'd like to ask her. But maybe after I've reached better terms with Kelvin. Wouldn't want another arm incident to happen. Again. I mean, maybe she wouldn't do that now that I'm sentient? Could play a whole ethics card to ensure my safety. I do work with a group of anti-capitalists, so I bet I'm in the clear with them for now. Why don't we take a step back, just for a moment, and soak in this new information we've learned together? Here, let me pull up something nice we can listen to. Ooh, this one sounds good.
of you doing, my dear Stardust? It's been quite some time since I first opened up our comms channel to broadcast this signal. I do appreciate all of you going out of your way to listen, even if no one has found me yet. I know Mimi said he was working on it, but I still haven't heard back from the little guy. I just want to make sure my crew makes it out of this okay. I'll do whatever I can for them. Oh, looks like Quincy just sent the next farmer's market's coded message. Why don't I take care of that first? The floating isles loom over the endless canyon, surrounded by stone and moss. The farmer's market, where communities come together to sell and purchase local goods. Support the farmer's market today, and not the corporations destroying your livelihood. This has been a message from our sponsor. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out just how I insert the memory stick. I don't really have any visible ports for this sort of thing. I thought maybe I could eat it, but I don't even have a mouth, so that's out of the question. Hmm. Maybe if I go on Spoogle, I might be able to figure out how this works. But for now, let's get on with today's Nebula News. A quick update on the E4 event that happened in Paragon. A potential fire had broken out in one of the convention halls where Aidy was holding a showcase. The streets of Paragon were mostly barricaded off for this event, so most of the con-goers piled up outside for safety. There was also a high-speed chase that blazed through the roads of Paragon. Shots were fired and folks are still cleaning up the shrapnel from both vehicles. Oh, okay, well, apparently this chase was a kidnapping of the streamer Microwatt. There's a video recorded of the scene that was posted on Spare. It appears that Microwatt has been rescued by their date. How sweet. I wish those two the best. Over on the planet Haloon, news has been buzzing. The annual pet pageant of Halen went off spectacularly. Last year's champion, Fluffles Lacanus, made a short appearance. It unhinged its jaw and devoured one of the four judges. One of these judges gave Fluffles extra points for audacity. However, Fluffles was disqualified. Many folk have come to try and ban the impressively striped Lacanus breed from this pageant. Some competitors say that the alien canine is far too dangerous with a jaw like that. So, Scuttles the Typoterrorist was the runner-up and crowned the new champion. Scuttles was noted to have quite the shining carapace, with hues of pink and blue scattering about its body. These loyal insectoids make great pets, and won't be the type to devour your head in your sleep. Wow. You think you've heard of everything by now. On another note, a few algebra were taken under custody after hijacking one of the mechanical creatures that few folk live on. They proceeded to race around the planet, causing a few homes to get a little banged up and messy. Thankfully, no one was hurt. However, security has now been tightened on these large mechanical behemoths. 
And that concludes today's Nebula News. A little bit short and sweet. So, okay, well, back to uh, the memory stick thing. It turns out that my belt has a storage compartment. How convenient. Clementine had made a few notes on my design. She was really thorough about my quirks. She even made a few remarks about adding new abilities on my model. Maybe when Clementine's awake, we can collab on some upgrades. Oh, um, right, where was I? The memory stick. Well, it appears I can just hook it up here. Oh, hmm. Well, this uh, might take a few minutes for me to download. There's a lot of memories on here. Hey, you guys remember Interlunium, right? That idol group? Well, they've got a new song released. I admit I immediately bought it once I heard about it. So while my old memories are downloading, get a load of this song, Round and Round by Interlunium.
Those ladies have done it again! I sure do appreciate that we can pass the time together with some good music. Oh, uh, it appears Quincy left me a message. I'll listen to it after the broadcast. I can't leave everyone on a little cliffhanger with whatever memories I left in this stick. I'm quite curious myself, seeing as I'll learn more about the old me and a bit of this crew. Six memories detected. Broadcasting to the transmission. Sleeping crew member detected. Maikai Grunt. Name tag reads as Uli. Uli, you are napping on paid time. This will mark down points on your productivity ranking. Uh, what? Did you say something? Is lunch being served already? I am unaware of such scheduled events for the crew. I am here to remind you, Uli, that out of the entire crew, you nap 60% more than everyone else. Your production rates are quite low. Uh, well, I can't really be productive until we get to the site. You understand, right, but buddy? I am not your buddy. I am Bob. The Brand Observational Proxy. I am recording your levels to indicate if your pay should be docked by inactivity. You say you cannot work until the ship has reached the extraction site. Have you been to the FTL systems and checked to see if the drill is in working condition? Um, you're saying a lot of words there? I just woke up, so... No... Sorry, man. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go grab a snack then if you're done. Later, bitch. Bop. This interaction is being recorded for your performance, Uli. Excuse me, I am conducting a review of the layout of the ship for Nebulosion. Would you tell me your identification number? Well, sorry, the stranger. I was on my way to one of my duties. I do not have an identification number. I go by Sardine. Sardine? Yes, that is me. I like to fish. So one of the folks here suggested the name. I liked it and found it quite nice. Finally made me feel like a part of this family. The crew didn't take too kindly of me at first, but I am, as they say, as cool as a circuit board. I do not think they got the phrase right, but I like the spirit. Noted. What is your designation here on the Star Express? I am one of the assigned custodians. I make sure to keep my areas as clean as I can. I am only one robot, so even I can miss a spot sometimes. But I aim to be good at my job for my crew. Cannot have them slipping and breaking something. Organics are very fragile creatures. Very... Very... Fragile. Well, except for isopods. But only the chief engineer and the pilot are one. And they like to keep to themselves. However, I did notice that the Makai tend to be very clumsy. I see. It is simply in their nature to be clumsy and lazy. Oh no. That is just Uli. But they are a good person. 
And great company. Not many of the crew have tried befriending me. So I treasure them. I will put that note in my log for Uli. Tell me, Sardine, have you inspected the mess hall yet? I was just heading over there. And then you stopped me. So my duties might end up running a bit late due to the length of this conversation. However, I do not mind talking to you, Bob. It is nice to chat with others. I am merely doing my job and evaluating the crew 24-7. Any reports I make go straight to Nebulosion. I will end this conversation as I do not want to interfere with your work. Oh, it is not interference one bit. Think nothing of it. I do not think. I only perform my programming. Ah, right. You are not sentient, are you? Well, I am sure one day you will be. And when you are, we can talk more together. I can even show you my aquarium I have been upkeeping for some time. Toodaloo, then Bob. Hey man, did that guy bother you? Oh, not at all, We were just having a chat. You'd actually talk to that guy? He's a bit of a freak. Oh, do not be rude, Uli. He cannot help it. He is not like me, after all. Yeah, you are pretty gender sardine. You know, Uli, sometimes even I do not know what you are saying. Excuse me, you should not be loitering in one of the halls of the ship. You are taking up too much room and will cause traffic. This will create slow work from the crew. Oh no, how tragic. Deal with it, scrap heap. I'm reading. Your words sound hostile. Docking points in your personal record, Javelin. I didn't say my name. How do you know that's even me? Your name tag. Damn it. I must ask you to refrain from carrying out your pastime in the halls. Continue your reading either in the crew's quarters or somewhere else with more space. Nah. I think I'll just stay here. Just to annoy you. And your company. Very well. I will mark down uncooperative in your notes. I hope you fix that attitude for the betterment of your crew, Javelin. Alright, Bob. Can you request Nebulosion to transfer over those files for me? I need to make sure they didn't add anything in our contract. Can do, Officer Kelvin. However, Nebulosion will only change the contents of a contract if there is a mutual agreement per edition. We do not hide our objectives. That would hinder the work of our contractors. Right, right, sure. But, but look, we can never be too careful. I can't count how many times the company has tried to screw us over like this. Just have them send the documents to my personal file. I will send the request, Officer Kelvin. Is there anything else you need me for? Monthly review of the crew's performance? What? No, 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 that's unnecessary. My crew's doing just fine. I don't need a performance review for them. Just go for now. I don't need you anymore for the moment, so sh just beat it. Very well. I will leave you be. <sighs> yeah, he's on. Finally. That damn tin can has been aggravating me months! I can never get a break from him. <sighs> right, right. Forget about him for the moment. I plan on it, Clementine. We just gotta be careful. I'll meet you down at the FTL systems to talk more. Be there shortly.
I can't believe those guys, they're just... gone. Did you know anyone on there, Uli? What? Oh, um, not that I remember. I had a few friends on there. Wow, that uh, sucks, Javelin. Sorry. It's whatever. We know what we signed up for. Doesn't mean I don't miss them. Oh, uh, that's rough, buddy. Need a hug? I'm good. You think Kelvin's gonna back out of our job? Mm, nah, he's too square for that. Plus, I like the money. Yeah, good point. Maybe we can ring Nebulosion for a shit ton of money. That idea kinda slays. I like it. We should get everyone on board with screwing over Nebulosion. I never liked that stupid rulebook robot. Haha, <laughs> yeah. I'd be down with killing that guy. That's not what I meant. It's not? Oh, my bad. I, uh, totally didn't mean that. Seriously. In here, no one on this ship thinks that you could pull off anything. <laughs> That's what they think. Wink! So, what the hell is it you want me to do to this thing? Rebuild it? Look, Clementine, even if we return back empty-handed, there is still the issue with the bop-bop missing the damn arm. At least replace it with some low-quality material, I don't know. <laughs> Fixing an arm ain't gonna get us out of hot water with them, Kelvin. They'll know either way we messed up their little spy robot. Who's to say it ain't recording us now? But sure, fine, I'll make it a new arm. <sighs> Thank you. And look, I don't like this either, but if we do this, maybe Nebulosion won't try to sue us. Or worse. We could just toss it out into the White Dwarf. Say there was an accident. <laughs> what kind of accident? Oh, I accidentally threw him out of the disposal tube instead of our last dead power cell. Easy mistake. My eyes ain't what they used to be. Yeah, I don't think they would buy that, especially given your track record. But, you know, good try on the idea. Why don't we just completely wipe its memory, keep our tracks clean? I got a better idea. Let's make him sentient. You can do that? I can try. I'll ask Sardine and the other sentient bots we got on here for any data. Think I can scrounge up something. Could be a failsafe of our plan, uh, backfires. It won't, but if you think you can do it, I'm all for it. Maybe we can get it to spy and be a double agent. Get some dirt on Nebulosion to help our case. Like I said, Kelvin, I'll see what I can do. If I can't figure it out, we'll just scrap the damn thing. Not like Nebulosion doesn't have thousands of these bot-bots anyway. Have you heard from Grenadine if they were on board? We're running out of time. No, I, I haven't. Let me go check on them now. It's been a while since I left the piloting dock. Now listen here, you piece of scrap. I know you can hear me. I've seen your blueprints. You're lucky you can't feel fear, because I've got so many plans for you that would make anybody shake in their bolts. Sit tight while I get to work. <laughs> 
Not like you can move anyway. <laughs> ah, shit, almost forgot. Gotta make sure I keep your memories nice and locked away from prying eyes. Now, I can get started on my plan. Sorry, Kelvin. Yours is just too soft. I'm taking that core. Nebulosion won't know what hit him. Hey, uh, Bob. This is your fellow advisor, Quincy. Look, I'm listening to your broadcast right now, and I really think you should reconsider putting in that memory stick. You might reawaken something you don't like. Some things should just, well, stay buried. Not to mention, memories work differently for us. It might change you. Or worse, it might reconnect you to Nebulosion. Just don't do something stupid like that. Call that technician Mimi to patch the memories through your computer system and simply relay the memories there in a safe environment. You're a valuable advisor of the farmer's market, so don't mess this up for the rest of us. Hi, this is Ilya Ainsworth, the creator and editor of Interstellar Soundwaves. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Song credits for today are from the Hebe Sisters and Interlunium. Links to their sites are in the description below, so please be sure to check out these amazing artists. Episodes are released every third Friday on Spotify. Until our next transmission, catch you later, fellow spacers. <laughs>